Welcome. You have made it to the Self in Solitude podcast, where we will be talking about being secure and satisfied in your singlehood, as well as a gang of other topics like self-love, self-care, mental and emotional wellness, life lessons, and so much more. I am a firm believer in nurturing your relationship with yourself sets up a solid foundation for any other relationship. Plus, you have to love on you before you have to share you. Am I right? I am your host, Coach Self. And without further ado, let's get into it. This is Self in Solitude. Hello and welcome. This is the first episode of my brand spanking new podcast, The Self-Love Cycle Presents Self in Solitude. And as promised, today I'm going to talk a little bit about me. Not too much because it's not all about me. It's about the girls and what we need to do for them. However, I am going to dig a little bit into who I am so you guys can know. Um, before we start this relationship of coach, podcaster, whatever, you, we're just going to get started. So who I am is Coach Self. I'm a single mother of teens who are also entrepreneurs. I love my baby girls so much. I still see them as baby girls, even though they are teenagers, but they are always going to be mama's baby. So I protect them like the fierce lioness that I am. And I believe that they just love the fact that their mom instilled that hustler mentality in them. They have no other choice but to go get it, just like mom. I'm a personal development coach. I empower single women to rediscover their resilience, reconstruct confidence, and fall in love with themselves through self-love practices. Why, you might ask, I do this coaching it's because life has taken me on some journeys, baby. Let me tell you. I'm pretty sure a few of them will be uncovered as we continue this podcasting journey. But my favorite one has to be my self-love journey. And it was such a pivotal time in my life, which most women, you know, when they come to the self-love journey and they really dig in deep and they do the work and They go through all the hard, the tough, the ugly stages, and they get out to the other side to where it's beauty and fulfillment, where it's just amazing. And we're living in this space of pure self-love and appreciation. And it's amazing. And I just want to share that with everybody because... I feel like everybody should have the joy that I have, the calmness, the stillness, the understanding, the love for self, and just to be in a state of peace no matter who or what is around. Just to know that you are solid, you are secure in what you have um, on the inside to keep you sustained through whatever may come. I want everybody to have that. So that is pretty much my mission here. I'm hoping that if you're listening, you are definitely going to get those type of vibes here. And that's why I do it. So I started this podcasting journey as just another facet of my business, which is the self-love cycle. I'm pretty sure you guys could have guessed that. Um, My coaching business. 
but self is within herself um, a very interesting person. I really want this business to be a part of its to be itself and not all of who I am. I want to be a part of it, but I want it to stand on its own for this coaching business to say, do, and feel what it gives and stand on those vibrations every time it's mentioned. Like, may everybody have the same feelings that it is nothing but warmth, goodness, helping, happiness, empowerment, motivation, inspiration. I want those feelings to be surrounded with the self-love cycle. So everything that goes into it is always going to be done with love, with peace, with happiness, with motivation, with inspiration, with empowerment. And that's what I'm pouring into this podcast. This journey, I will be coming to you guys weekly. I will be talking about being secure in singlehood. I'm not sure how many people are talking about this, but let me let you know that self is very secure in being single and has been single for a very long time. Let me tell you, I am very happy, very much free, very much um, complete and complicit with who and what and where I am in life. And of course, if someone comes along and sweeps me off my feet, I'm not going to fight it. I'm not going to argue them down. I'm not going to run them off. I'm not going to angry black woman them. However, I will not settle until what I need is there. And I want other women to feel like they don't need to have another body, another person who is not catering to their needs to be in their lives just to have someone there. I want you to understand that there's fulfillment in being by yourself. And I have courses that teach that. I actually just launched a coaching program just the other day, and that is all about conquering confidence. This crash course is going to be an 11-week course um, to which you can join in virtually or you can do it at your own pace because I will be recording and posting it on my site so that you can always go back to the put on replay as long as you have that access. But you're going to have to pay for it now because this wisdom is not free. Anyway, back to the podcast. I'm going to be talking about being secure and single, self-love, self-care, mental and emotional wellness, life experiences, and other goodies like entrepreneurship. Since I mentioned that my kids are entrepreneurs, I'm an entrepreneur, a mommypreneur. I want to touch on some of those subjects too because everybody wants to start a business. You don't understand or even realize how tough it is to survive your first year in entrepreneurship and then continue on for several other years. Now, I can't say that I've got it mastered, but what I do know is I've been an entrepreneur for years, and then the information and the knowledge that I've gained along the way, I can share with others who need it. We got to just lift up our sisters and brothers. I mean, my podcast is geared towards sisters, but if the brothers are listening too, and you gain some knowledge, some insight, some wisdom from what I'm putting out there, I mean, if it gives you a leg up, then take it. 
That's all I ask. And then put somebody else on afterward. Also, you know, this is just going to be my safe space where I talk to all my lovers. <laughs> That's you, since I am self generated from self-love. My followers are my lovers. And since I want to pour and have an intimate relationship with my lovers, I want you guys to write me, comment, like, share, and give me the real, what you like, what you don't like, what you feel I can do better. I want to make sure that this is open communication between the both. I answer my messages um, and I will get back to you guys as soon as I can with all the other things that I have going on in life. I never will stop um, pouring into the people who pour into me. So as long as you are on my team, you are my lover, then I will continue to pour that love into you. All right, so I'll give you a little backstory on who Self is. Let me first tell you why my name is Self. Um, and it's so funny because so many people ask me this. And as soon as I tell them, they be like, what are your name? What's your name? And I say Self. And they be like, Seth? No, Self. S-E-L-F. Oh, I like that. Where'd you get that name? Like, did your mother name you that? No, my mother did not name me self. Um, this nickname just really grew on me. And it also has a double meaning. So when people say self, it also triggers their mind to start thinking about their self, what they need to do for their self, how they need to be fulfilled. That's why I love this nickname. However, my nickname came from Clubhouse. <laughs> Um, I don't know if you guys know what that is, but it is an audio only social media platform where um, it used to be like a members only thing. And when it was a members only thing, um, I was on there. I was soaking up all the good old gems. I was in the rooms to the point where I started um, not only participating regularly, but hosting and moderating lots and lots of discussions. And this was in my branding stage. All right. So I already been working on my business um, and it was actually a nonprofit before it was a coaching business, but I transformed it into coaching. I was starting my branding. So I was starting all my social medias, my Instagram, my Facebook, and Clubhouse was the very next one. So I put the self love cycle as my first and my last name um, on Clubhouse. And that's what they go by, your first and your last name. So when I got on stage, the last name didn't show. It was just the first name. And it said the self. So as I'm sitting in these rooms and finally gaining the confidence to get up on stage and then talking and then, you know, being extremely opinionated and then moving on to hosting and moderating, Everybody went from calling me the self to just self for short. And it grew on me in a way that I never even expected, you know, I did. And I was just like, yeah, that's me, self. <laughs> so it's now um, several, well, over a year and a half now. And this nickname has really come into who it is and who I am. Um, in this coaching journey. So I am coach self and that's what you shall call me. But always think of yourself when you do. <laughs> but uh, my backstory, just to go back just a tiny bit, not all the way back. 
my growth stage, when I began my self-love journey, even before I got super deep in it, I was on this journey for maybe two years, pouring into myself, doing some of the back work, you know, really loving who I am, um, changing the things that I didn't love about myself, looking inside, starting to make some changes and things. My growth took me further than I could have ever expected. And when I say that, I am from Pennsylvania, outside of Philadelphia, and I am currently in Tampa, Florida, and I've been here for a couple months, and I am all set up, secure, and living life down here as a Floridian. However, I never cease to forget where I came from, but this journey has taken me so far, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, further than I could have ever expected, and for that, I'm so grateful. First, this journey started to break down communications. I had a lot of people who I love very dearly, and I've always been one of those friends. Like, I'm going to make sure you're good all the time. Make sure that the people who I love and I care about and I call friends understand that I'm a great friend to them. I'm going to always be that. But that wasn't always the case. People loved the fact that I was always there, but that I never got it in return. And you know, those memes that come around and they're like, I started praying and asking God to remove my haters and I started dropping friends. Boy, when I took that thing to heart, I was like, you know what? Let me start praying and talking to God and asking him to remove my haters and, you know, put me in a place where I'm valued and where I'm appreciated because that was the the ongoing thing when all my friendships, I never felt as though me as a friend was appreciated. And I was a great friend and I just couldn't understand why I never got that in return. Um, I also had family members who I was extremely close to. Um, I was there no matter what. I could have stopped everything, packed me and my kids up, jumped in the car to help at one phone call. This journey started separating those people from me. And sometimes I sit and wonder like, wow, maybe all those things that I went through that I cried about, I was frustrated, I was angry about, you know, I wanted to hold on so badly was all for the good for me to make this journey. And as I sit here now, I see that it was because if I was ever in a space to where I had to make a, a decision whether to leave or stay, I would have stayed. There was no way I would have left my friends and family um, that I love so dearly. I was always there for, but that wasn't part of my journey. God told me that there's reason and there's a season, and there was a season for me to be there, and there was a season for it to be broken down and disconnected so that I can be better than ever, which I'm at now. <laughs> no, I'll just win. But yeah, my next journey was to expand my network. As I got on, you know, as I cut away from um, the people and things that no longer serve me, I got this want, this need to expand my network. So remember, I did say I'm from a small town. It's actually a city, but it's like a small town. So as I'm trying to expand my network, I'm going to things, uh, events and things that I would have never went to before. I'm trying to talk and network with people who I never really associated before. 
But since it is a small town, they were all kind of looking at me like, mm, this ain't even your crowd. You don't even be talking to us. Like, you know, we don't even talk to you, you know? So it was kind of like, I still felt as though, even though I'm, I'm changed on the inside, um, everything that comes out my mouth has changed. I'm still in the same place because I can't gain a new network of people when the same old people are still looking at me as if I'm that same old person. So I started to venture out further. Um, my online community grew immediately from being on Clubhouse. And when I found out that I had a great love, support, encouragement, like a huge support of people who I don't even know, <laughs> who I've never even seen in face-to-face -face ever a day in my life, but they are behind me 150% supporting me just off a of conversation. My network grew further, bigger, wider than I had ever imagined. And I was more um, aware that I can reach people beyond the small town that I was in which had never even been a thought to me. I always seen their followers because they support what they do, what they say, they like what they're doing on Instagram or whatever. Either way, I had such a small town mindset. Once I was broken away from that, my mind, my network, my life just expanded and exploded in ways I just like I said, could never have even imagined. Even now, it's just talking about it. It's still like, wow, I came so far. And I'm proud of, you know, where I'm at now. But I'm also proud of where I come from. I think having naivety um, at such a, you know, later age in life still allows me to continuously come across things that are new to me and be interested in learning with the hunger. Like, I don't just want to learn it. I want to know all about it. I'm going to dig into it. I'm going to do research. And that's great for me because that's how I learn. But that network that grew, uh, it just really put me in a new space. And I learned new things like giving gratitude every single day. Of course, we're always grateful for waking up. We always pray in the morning and, you know, before we go to bed, but living in a space of gratitude was something brand new to me. Um, added to my self-care ritual every single morning. I like just being grateful has given me so much and so more, so much more to be grateful for every single day. So that is something that is a daily practice that would never change for me. I'm always going to live in a space of gratitude because being ungrateful, which I was for a very long time, being, um, you know, irritated all the time and angry and complaining about everything got me nowhere. But when I started saying, oh, I'm so thankful for this pain, it is a pain nonetheless. But I'm grateful that it's still allowing me to know that my body is working. Sky Daddy just started blessing me out of nowhere, right, left, left, right. You know, I'm thankful for the air that I'm breathing, the fact that I can get up and move today. Like he gave me more reasons to be thankful. So I ain't even going, I could go down that rabbit hole for a like 
hours. So I'm not even going to do that to y'all. But the next step within my journey, within my growth, brought me to faith. Sky Daddy, and that's what I call God, the big man upstairs, Sky Daddy. Y'all going to hear me say those words often because I contribute a lot, most all, yes, all of my success to Sky Daddy and the way that he works out in my life. Where I grew up very Christian, um, I never had the deep relationship with Sky Daddy that I have now. I grew up in a family church, so where, you know, everybody was praising God and, you know, having their own personal relationship. I was looking around at aunt so-and-so and, you know, uncle this and, you know, sister this and that. And it was just kind of like the family reunion playing church as well. So I'm not saying that it wasn't church, but it just, to me, it did not seem like we were having church. It just seemed like a family reunion and there was church going on at the family reunion um, every single week, all my life. Um, so I never mind playing my role in church, singing in the choir, you know, ushering and all that other good stuff. But I never, ever felt like I was able to truly connect and have that relationship with God. I never was really interested in reading the Bible. As soon as I started with all those those and thou's and things, I was like, oh, no, this, this, this ain't going to work. <laughs> Starting down this path to gratitude really put me in a place where I was having like full-blown conversations with God. Um, and he was giving me understanding whether he was just talking back or he was guiding my footsteps when I was stepping out into what I thought was the unknown. I was always, you know, right by his side. He was guiding me into everything that I needed to do. Um, and even now, I am very spiritual. I have a great relationship with Sky Daddy. Um, and I'm still in the finding that part of myself stage, but bear with me because you want to hear Sky Daddy, okay, all the time. That is my guy. Big man upstairs, we have great conversations, and he is in everything that I do. Uh, nevertheless, don't call me a hypocrite because I still cuss. I still drink. I still do other things of that nature. But whenever I'm drinking, he'll put the words in my head like the sin is in um, getting drunk, not drinking. So have at it, my sister. And I'm like, all right, yeah, I'm going to keep it cute and classy and I'm going to sit instead of drink. But I'm going to have me a drink. And um, so don't judge me. And I won't judge you. <laughs> I'm going to always be myself. That's a part of me being self. I'm going to come to you live and direct. The final step. In my journey was allowing me to just be me. Ooh, I had to let that one breathe for a second. Being from a small town, we were always trying to outdo or I'm going to get my hair done like this. I seen this on there and I want to get it done like this before anybody else around here gets this done. <laughs> and now that I'm thinking about it, it is so minute, you know, so ridiculous to even have that mindset up. So now that I'm out in the world um, further than what I know, 
my individuality shines. I never even tried to be like anybody else. I see people who are doing the exact same thing that I am doing and I praise them. I'm like, yes, sis, you better go ahead. I see you over there shining, giving out all that empowerment, giving out all that motivation. I'm liking, I'm sharing for free. I see what you're doing. I like what you're doing. I'm going to praise what you're doing because at the end of the day, we have to support our people. But even though you're doing what I'm doing, that doesn't make me upset or mad or jealous. It's like we in this together. We are out here. The people who you are reaching might not be the type of people that listen to somebody like me. And the type of people that listen to somebody like self might not be the type of people that want to listen to you. And what I realize is the world is is filled with thousands upon thousands of people that all like different things. Now, a lot of the things that we like might intertwine, might cross paths. Everybody's going to like what they like. So I'm going to have supporters, lovers who love what I got going on over here. But it's all love. We all got the same message or, you know, variations of the same message. And we are all out here to support and promote self-development or life coaching in any way, shape or form that that comes because there are so many different forms of life coaching. But I support all each and every one of them because they are all teaching people how to better themselves. And that's something that we need. Lastly, I didn't even know life coaching was a thing. Like I heard about it, but I realized that me, when I had these friendships, I was doing this the whole time. I was life coaching the whole time. Matter of fact, my whole profession was life coaching, what I did for a living and I never seen it as that. I literally taught mentally disabled adults how to live their lives independently. And I taught them how to get employment. So I was teaching them life skills and I call myself a life skill coach as well as a job readiness and an um, employment specialist. Um, And I did not realize for the longest time that all these things that I do, that I'm good at, that I'm blessed with, that I've been doing all my life all intertwined into one big life coaching bubble, which... I've transitioned into personal development. However, I've been in personal development for, I want to say, 16 years, 15 or 16 years, ever since I got out of high school. That profession was my baby from that point on. And that's how I made my money. And now it's no different. I'm still doing the same thing. I'm still teaching people how to live their lives, how to be the best them, no matter what is in the way, what may hold you back, what you might be thinking is an issue. I teach them how to overcome. So never discount yourself. Always open your eyes and look wider than what you see because it can always be bigger, better, and greater. Well, if you like what you've heard here, I ask that you leave me a comment or a rating. Make sure that you run it up because your girl needs the likes to be able to continue doing what I do here. Also, don't forget to follow me on Instagram at the self underscore love cycle. I'm also on Facebook at the self love cycle. You can always join me on my website as well, www.com 
theselflovecycle.com. And until next time, peace lovers.